Hi ladies, welcome to the Women Who Soar show, where I talk about the power and freedom of being vulnerable and truly authentic. Whether you are looking for guidance, are in need of affirmation, or evaluating your own power and freedom, you are in a safe space here. Let's get raw and real together. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for listening to the Women Who Soar podcast hosted by Dora Rankin. If you'd like to find out more, you can join the Women Who Soar Women Making Money Facebook group or online at gypsysoulcoaching.com. Thank you again. And until the next episode. Hi, ladies. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Women Who Soar. So happy to be here and so excited to jump into a new podcast episode. It's been a little bit, and I'm actually coming in to practice an upcoming uh, keynote speech, and I'm going to go ahead and share this 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 topic with you guys today to give it to give it a practice. How does that sound to everyone? Yay! So what this topic is is how to build your business by leading with the heart. How to build your business by leading with the heart. So um I ask this question all the time and I think it's because of you know what I do as a business coach. I'm I'm working with women to to create freedom and to create purpose and to create wealth, right? So First question that I always have always is, are you absolutely in love with your business? Are you in love with your business? So in love with your business that you wake up every day and you're excited to see your clients. You're excited to be with your team. You're excited to create. It is just overwhelming excitement because you're so rooted in your purpose. So I want you to think about and reflect around this last year and think about three things that have you completely in love with your business. And what are those three things that have you completely in love with your business, if you are? And if you're not in love with your business, if you're not completely rooted in your business, I want you to write down three reasons that you're not. So my three reasons for being completely in love with my business, my three reasons are, I am completely in love with my clients. I'm completely in love with delivering results. So I really love to see results and I really love to see other women win. And I'm also really in love with the opportunity to have and do what I want when I want to do it. So those are really like broad There's a lot more to that, but those are like three broad reasons of why I'm in love with my business. Clients, freedom, and results. So the reasons that 
we we may give for not being in love with our business. So some of the reasons that you may have that are causing you not to be in love with your business is the driving force behind your business. What is the actual driving force? What is the actual intent behind your business? And if it's not, if it's only based on the money and the bottom line, we are going to sell ourselves really short. And let me tell you, I am a money girl, right? My background in expertise is in the bank. So money in economic power is where it's at. We want, that's that's where it's at. We want to close this wealth gap. But if it is the, if it is taking um, hierarchy over being in love with your business, you're, you're going to sell yourself short as you are scaling and growing your business. So that's my first question for you. And that is the, the, the silo that always should be on top of everything else. Like keep that head in the clouds, keep that. I'm in love with my business head in the clouds. Balloons are, are you're holding onto in, in that vision of, of always being in love with your business. So when we're leading from the heart, we want to understand a little bit about what reflection we can do to see how our business relates to relationships in our life. So I'd like you to look through the last three quarters and I'd like you to ask yourself this question, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, ask yourself this question and I would love to hear, I would love to hear what they are. Um, what are the most exciting experiences, the experiences that brought you so much joy in 2023 by quarter. So list one or two things at most that brought you so much joy and, and so much excitement. And what were those experiences in 2023? So I'd like you to write those down and think about when I share mine with you, what is the overwhelming commonality? So in Q1 of 2023, I kicked off the year with 900 women inside this amazing venue celebrating women and the We Should All Be Millionaires conference. And I kicked off the year with all of these amazing women figuring out how we can how we can dominate, how we can dominate the world. Um, the Q2 of 2023, I, I went away for 10 days with nine women entrepreneurs on a business retreat to France. And we celebrated again, um, celebrated by going to see Beyonce in Paris, which was just amazing. Third quarter, 
third quarter, I took a leap and hired a team, hired a book team to build out this, how to build a relation, build and lead uh, a business from your heart through relationship building. And finally in Q4, we're (laughs) running around doors, running around to all the different states throughout the U.S., um, hosting my one-on-one retreats and my group retreats with with many of my um, most amazing clients. So as you listen to my most exciting experiences for 2023, the overwhelming commonality is that it surrounds the people that I'm with and the relationships that I have built inside my business. So the the starting point with building a business and leading a business from the heart is being in love with your business. The second is the relationships that you're building in your business. So if you're looking at what you've done over the last year and you're finding that it includes the relationships or maybe you're finding that there's a gap in the relationships. That's an avenue for you to look at and say, okay, I see this. I see the relationships that I have. I see the relationships that I don't have. And what would be a few steps to take to to impact those relationships that I have in my business. So let's move on to how do these relationships make you feel? How do these relationships make you feel? So we wrote down their experiences that we've done over the last year. But now let's let's kind of think about what the relationships are just from a everyday standpoint, from just an everyday standpoint in our business. So what what I'd love for you to do now is I'd love for you to, if you have somebody near you, and this is this is like I said, I'm practicing with you guys. So you would look at your neighbor and ask your neighbor the question of tell me a little bit about what you do. Just an everyday question. Tell me a little bit about what you do. And then I'd like you to ask the same question, but change it up a little bit and say, tell me a little bit about why you do what you do. And what you'll find is when you ask the why versus just the what, the what is just fact. This is what I do. But when you ask the why, it now turns into a feeling. And a feeling is the starting point of developing a relationship. And this is what I want you to start seeing, that it's not just about the fact, it's about the feeling. So when you look at relationships that are really making you feel, I'd love for you to think about what those relationships are made of. So let's do an exercise 
where we're doing just that. We're going through and looking at the relationships that are absolutely most valuable to us. And we're sharing what the characteristics are in those relationships that really matter. So if you write down several names, that's great. That's what I want you to do. Write down several names of people in your life that you really value. And then what those characteristics are that make you really value them. Why these why these relationships are so important to you. So this these characteristics could be that they're loyal, that they listen to you, that you listen to them, that you trust them, that you tr that you really really trust them, that they trust you. that you can be vulnerable, that there's mutual respect, that you can disagree. These are all characteristics, these are all behaviors that you're listing of the relationships that are really important to you and that you really value. So what if we took what if we really took our business and looked at our business the same way that we look at our most treasured relationships? And that's going to flip our everyday conversations on their head. It's going to flip networking on its head. And it's going to create an opportunity from every single conversation. And this is called the heart cell. Loving our business, finding the relationships that are woven in between our business, feeling and developing these relationships within our business and knowing that there's an opportunity within every single conversation that when we're networking, when we're just asking, what do you do? We are keeping that so surface level we're not going behind the scenes. We're not going below the surface. And that's where the relationship is. And that's where we can start leading from the heart. So what is the heart cell? The cell is this. The cell is this. The activity is this. There are only four ways only four ways that you can get sales in your business. I have been studying sales and I have been studying the power of relationships for 25 years. And I know that there are only four ways for you to get sales. And those four ways are through very strategic outreach to your ideal buyer, 
Number two, developing relationships with your partners on a flywheel. Number three, building out a committed ecosystem. And number four, getting really consistent with your inbound marketing strategy. And so that's the strategy. That's it. That's a growth strategy. Now, there's a ton of stuff in between there. But that, in a nutshell, is the four ways you get sales and your absolute growth strategy. But that's how you do the sale. Where is the heart in this? The heart is actually in the conversation. So what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to take a minute and think about how often you're having conversations with people inside your ecosystem, with people that are partners, and that with people that are buyers. And then I want you to start thinking about those relationships that really matter to you again. So I'm going to tell you a little story and then I'm going to give you a little, a little um, runaway takeaway. And this is like how the heart cell has really impacted me before I even knew what it was. I have been holding on to the heart cell for the last 25 years. And in my early 20s, in my early 20s, I was showing up every morning for a meeting with, with my boss and she was excellent. She was an excellent boss and she was an excellent mentor and she taught me many things. And in the morning meetings with our team, the 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 goal of the meeting, the the agenda for the meeting was to talk about our commitments, our quotas, and our objectives. And sometimes we would jump on these meetings with her and she would just break out and singing a song. <laughs> and she was a singer, so it wasn't like strange like it was strange because who breaks out into song but she'd break out into song and she'd sing a song and then she'd ask us how we were doing and she'd be so sincere in in her intent and to this day I remember Jane I remember these meetings and I took that with me as a memory burn and I started having meetings myself and I have been having meetings ever since. And even now with my, my community of women, I'm still having morning huddles with these women so I can connect and bring these relationships together. I don't break out in song. Nobody wants to hear me sing. Um, but it is that level of conversation that that we're, we're taking it to, that we're being willing to take it to. So if we know that every opportunity or every opportunity, every conversation is an opportunity, then this is the most important thing I want you to know today. That if every, every conversation is an opportunity, then the, then this conversation, no matter what conversation you're having, 
what it is, is you have the ability, you have the ability, you have the power, you have the heart to walk someone down a path to find out if there's an opportunity for you to solve their problem. That's also another word for service. And that's also a metamorphosis of what we're currently doing inside our businesses. Inside our businesses right now, we might be looking to create the next next piece of content, looking to create the next newsletter, looking to create, create, create. We are creating so many things. And where are we actually creating conversations and relationships within our business? And how are we leading with that? And with all of the tech out there and the AI out there and everything that we have going on, which is wonderful, but we don't want to lose sight of the fact that it is an absolute novelty to be able to be with another human. So I'd like to give you, I'd like to give you a piece of the heart cell inside the steps, inside the book that's coming. Um, leading from the heart, the heart cell. And the the piece that I'd like to give you is inside your conversations, there are three levels of profiling. These three levels are pro of profiling are the questions that you're asking. So you can walk people down a path to see if there's an opportunity for you to solve a problem. And these profiling questions that you're asking are more than what do you do? There are three levels to profiling questions. You know, when I first started working on this and writing it out down and building out IP and even just coaching in general, my husband would say, you know, don't people sometimes feel like they're being interrogated? Like they have this light over, over them. And I was like, honey, no, people really actually enjoy being asked and being in coming from a place of sincere intent and sincere interest. <laughs> so I have, I have, it's, it's interesting. Like my sister, she has the ability to, to find out your life story inside the elevator. My best friend, she will come out of the grocery store with a new best friend, but then my husband, he'll look at you side eye. So you don't talk to him. So, and then I've been studying the power of relationship building for 25 years and just know how powerful it is. So these profiling questions, there's three levels of profiling when you are having a conversation with someone. And this is something that we are not doing. And I'd love for you to try it today while you're networking, while you're talking to new friends and old friends. And these three levels are your high, your mid, high, mid, and pain, the pain level. So your, your high level questions, that's where you open the door and that's where you want to know, you want to know more than just what they do. You want to know, you want to know about them, what lights them up, why do they do what they do, what got them to doing what they're doing not just what I do. I help women pursue freedom, purpose, and wealth. Okay, thanks. That's what you do. But why? Why do you do that? 
because I really want to close the wealth gap and I really want women to make a shit ton of money and I know that they can and I know how to help them. <laughs> That's like in a very non-brand way. Lorraine's like, why are you saying that? Non-brand way. So um, where was I? Okay, a high level. So this is opening the door to get below the surface. And second level questions are just that. They're second level. They're you're listening and you're thinking about and you're jotting down and you're thinking about this is like how do I co connect the dots here? What are some things that I can ask that are relevant to what I do and what they're sharing with me? So this is the beginning of the path. And so no matter who you're talking to, you're listening so you can ask questions that are relative to what you do. So if I'm talking to a publisher and I am, you know, in the midst of writing a book and I want to know a little bit more about whether or not they might like my book, when it comes up, when they're telling me this is how they got into publishing, this is, you know, why they do what they do. I'm going to say, I'm going to ask the questions like, what are the books that you're looking for? Tell me all about the things that you're looking for when it comes to publishing books. What have you published before? How long have you published? There's like, we're getting into the weeds there, right? We're That's mid. We are going to ask a lot of questions around that. And then the third is like pain. And if we can't get to the third we are never going to pitch. We are not allowed. So you shut your mouth, do not pitch. And we don't because we don't pitch unless we 100% know that we can solve their problem. So we are a we are a pitch full zone and a pitch free zone, meaning pitch full. Like if you get to that, you 100% need to pitch. Otherwise, you are doing them a disservice and you're doing yourself a disservice by not saying that you can support them and help them. And here is how. So those third level questions are all about the pain. Oh, okay. So you're telling me that these are all the types of books that you publish. You're telling me that this is what has really worked. This You're telling me that... Um, your experience around it, all this good stuff, all the types of books that you published. Okay, that sounds wonderful. So where isn't it working right now? What is the main, what is the absolute, what is the bottleneck and what is keeping you up at night when it comes to the next book? What are authors not doing right So I'm literally coming up with this at like, just coming up with it. So those are, those are like, I get so sucked into it. And I get so excited, but that's just one little piece of the heart cell of this conversation that you're having. And now you can go and you can practice, you can practice it. Now you're going to, going to be able to practice it today with, with me at the event but you can practice it. And then on my next podcast episode, um, I'll be sharing more pieces of the heart cells. So you just heard, you just heard about something really big. You heard that in 2024, I'll be publishing a book <laughs> and it's coming. Um, and it's going to be all about what I just shared. It's going to be lots and lots and lots and lots about uh, building and leading your business from the heart 
what this heart salad is all about, where it came from, and how you can really implement it into your business and into what you bring to the world. Thank you for listening to my practice keynote. And until next time, go soar. Thank you so much for listening to the Women Who Soar podcast hosted by Dora Rankin. If you'd like to find out more, you can join the Women Who Soar Women Making Money Facebook group or online at gypsysoulcoaching.com. Thank you again. And until the next episode.